Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Happy Friday. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. All right. Talked to you about the game, gave you my perspective, told you my story of woe trying to get out of SoFi Stadium. What a beautiful place. Let's get some insight. Let's get some expertise. Let's turn to a guy, one of my favorite people in the business, by the way, and he's a tennis player. Although I would, I would, I would venture to say I might have a slight advantage if we play, but we haven't done it yet. He hosts a five-day-a-week, think about that, five-day-a-week NFL podcast, the Pick 6 podcast. It is excellent. He is Will Brinson. He joins me now. Hello, Mr. Brinson. What's up, buddy? Well, what's going on, man? Um, you know, I don't, uh, one, it's always nice to be reminded that the podcast is five five days a week. Really, now it's like seven to eight shows a week during the season, which <laughs> you know, it feels like it just runs from now until all of eternity. Oh, yeah, it's every day now. And emergency pods. And emergency pods, yeah, really. I mean, it's it's uh, it's, uh, it's really it's really just just so many podcasts, so many podcasts. <laughs> does Rand, does Randy Brickley have like a phone number that just like buzzes directly into your brain when breaking news happens? He's one of our colleagues. Yeah, well, and you know what usually happens is the people who um, schedule the video stuff are um, <laughs> they're like, hey, can you do one o'clock on Wednesday? I'm like. I have a, we have a podcast every day at one o'clock, but not that anyone would notice or care. Um, <laughs> uh, and on the tennis front, I mean, I, my game is my game is rubbish right now. So you would you would slaughter me if we played tennis. I mean, that you're speaking. It's like when people say, "Oh, I'm not very good at poker." It's you're invited. I mean, that is that is exactly where I want my opponent to be. Um, I was at the game last night, and I know you've done so far. It was my first time. Will what a what a m- magnificent venue that place is. Yeah, you, you, you get to step five and you sort of figure out why the NFL wanted to get to Los Angeles, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, I see what you were willing to uh-huh. maneuver, like, like, like you know, collude and maneuver amongst your owners and, uh, you know, like ruin, like ruin multiple cities in order to get, like multiple cities, long-lasting fan bases uh, in order to get there. Oh, I see why now. So if I say, and I mean, NFL Network's basically connected to it, you know, like the whole NFL media operation. So now it's all... It's all consolidated how the NFL operates within within Los Angeles. 
Yeah, the, that new venue is really cool, too. Uh, Will Brinson here on the show. So it's one game. I get it. I understand it. But the Bills still, a lot of expectations, a lot of pressure, right? The mantle of being the betting favorite, and for a lot of people, just the general favorite to, to be champions this year. Josh Allen expected to continue his form of excellence, maybe even be MVP. What, um, what did you take away from Buffalo's performance in that game last night, Will? I mean, you know, I think that a Buffalo – so I, I was I was on like a random like a text thread here with some folks in Raleigh, and um, so I was like, is, is are the Bills really the favorite to win the Super Bowl? Like the Bills, you know, it's like you know, because people you know checking it in, nobody's you know people you, if you don't write about the NFL for a living, you're, you know, you're probably not following it you know twenty four seven over the course of the offseason. season. It's like really Buffalo is the favorite. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like might have the best roster in football, tons of weapons, some questions about how Ken Dorsey will be as the new OC. Um, you know, but not a whole lot like of issues. Of it. And, and Dorsey, you know, answered the bell big time. I thought he was fantastic in his play calling. It's, you know, he had those uh, opportunities where, I mean, like, frankly, he played, you know, he was playing chess in the, in the in 40 chess and the, the bills were in the Rams were playing checkers in terms of their play calling. Like you, you know, you saw that um, the long touchdown, the to digs, right. It was a, uh, I think it was a third down and uh, like third down and four, maybe. And, yeah. Out there, roll Allen out to the right as, as the Rams are bringing all kinds of pressure, and you've got this shot down the field, you know, for for man, you know, single man coverage is wide open. And the same thing with the Gabe Davis, like just the timing of these plays that he was calling, we're, we're just I mean, just out out dueling the Rams at every turn. So I, I thought that was a big uh, big takeaway for me is that this offense doesn't look like it's going to skip a beat, and that was against the defense that has Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Uh, so Buffalo, to me. Very justifiably, the, the favorite to win the division, I mean, favorite to win the, the the Super Bowl. Josh Allen should be the MVP favorite. He should be like two to one this morning, and you know, I I, I I'm sure there'll be some bumps in the road for the Bills because they're you know they're always are for every NFL team. But this looks like a you know stone cold lock to win that division and to to maybe make a deep playoff run. And, and to your point on on Dorsey's performance, I was up in the four hundreds with a bunch. I went with a buddy of mine who's a Bills fan, so I sat with a bunch of Bills fans, and the tone and tenor of every conversation, when it would get to the point where these guys were complaining about Dorsey being too conservative and not taking a shot down the field, and clearly he's going to run the ball, it's third and short, at that exact moment, he would juke the Rams' off the defensive plan and do exactly what you're talking about. It was like, it was so perfectly set up, and on the other side of that was a, again, it's one game, Will Brinson, but was a Rams team that I thought the 10-10 scoreline at halftime was very fortunate for L.A. I mean, I, I thought the Bills, despite some struggles in the second quarter, outclassed them for almost the entire game. I, I know it's a single game. They've, they're missing a lot. Of, a lot of folks have, have moved on, Von Miller among them, obviously on the other side of the, the equation in last night's game. Is there any reason to be concerned about the Rams as, as contenders, or is it one game against a really good team and everything's fine? Yeah, and I would also point out, too, and this could tie in with the Rams if you want it, but the Bills' defensive line is a, is a whole different animal this year. Um, Von Miller is the number one pass rusher. He looks like prime Von Miller. He's 30, 34 years old, I think, 33 years old. And he's doing, like, double-duck slide moves around, around you know, uh, uh, Rams, I think it was Noteboom over there on the left side. Um, and Gregory Rousseau and, uh, and Boogie Basham, look, and, you know, all the, they just look great. Now, the question is, what did – is the Bills' defensive line having a, you know, ready to have a breakout season? Like, are these are Gregory Rousseau, Boogie Basham, and AJ Vanessa like all taking a step forward as Von Miller is sort of mentoring them, or is it a case of Andrew Whitworth is now gone and the Rams suddenly have a problem on the offensive line? Because the takeaway for me on the Rams was, um, 
if you're, you're missing Von Miller, so your pass rush obviously takes a step back, and it's, it's compounded when he's on the other side, right? Um, you're missing Andrew Whitworth, so your offensive line takes a step back, and it looked obvious that that was the case. And then, you know, you're missing Odell Beckham and Van Jefferson, and it really didn't – it felt like sort of the um, second part of the Super Bowl where, you know, the, the Rams looked like they were going to take over. Odell Beckham scores that touchdown. Then he gets hurt. And all of a sudden, with no nobody else besides Cooper Cup, it was like the the offense sort of stagnated a bit. And you know, Sean McVay was very disappointing in his play calling. He was calling runs on first down, uh, basically like every first down early on until they you know until they got in the hole. And it's like you know they would have second and long, third and long. And you know Matthew Stafford was just put in a position where he's under pressure in these second long, third and longs, and you can't the routes aren't going to develop fast enough. You've only got Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby there too. It's just, it, it felt like. I felt like there's a piece missing, a piece or two missing with that Rams offense. So I'm concerned, but but it, you know, it, it was the bill. It, like I, I think we decided on the, the podcast for like 2.5 out of 10 concerns. If they if they like go and like lay an egg at home to the Falcons next week, then it's like a 9.7. <laughs> yeah. Will Will Brinson here on the show. Will who um who's the favorite for you in the NFC West this year? Is there a clear cut leader of the pack that you think will emerge? Um, I think the Niners to win that to win the division. Uh, so really? I mean, I guess I'll say them, but you know, it's hard. It's hard to you know, it's a, it's very much an unknown. Like we got Sunday, we got Trey Lance going on going on to Chicago to play the Bears, and he like you know, if they lay an egg there, then it's like, well, what the, you know, what the hell's going on with this division? Um, you know, with the you know, I think we we're probably gonna need more than one week, Bill, just because like <laughs> you don't want to it is early. The Rams. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you, don't to, like, you don't want to bury the Rams, right? And then, and all of a sudden, because you know they've had they had stretches last year where they didn't look good, and then you know they they got it together. And, and this was just one game in you know, season opener against a really, really, really good team, maybe the best team in football. So, I mean, I would take the Forty ers right now, but that's you know a little bit easier when I had them before, and now I have the benefit of a Rams loss, you know. And you don't want to jump on the the Kyler Murray doesn't have to study clause removed. You know what? I can't remember. Ten and zero. They started last year. Whatever it was, uh, eight, they were eight and one. Eight and, and one. Like, and then they and then they finished like like eleven and six or like ten yeah. and seven. Wheels came <laughs> off. Something. Yeah, right. it's like. But it's, the problem is like when you start looking at it, it's like wow. Look at that at Texas Tech every year too. That doesn't feel like a coincidence. Hmm. All right, so we're going. I, I, my our producer loves that because he once made the case that Trey Lance was better than Tom Brady. So he's he's on the Trey he's on the Trey Lance uh, train. Will Brinson here on on the show. Will Lamar Jackson has set a deadline of today. I, it sounds like from what he from his his interaction with the media for a new deal to get done. It hasn't yet. Obviously, the market has been greatly moved for quarterbacks by Deshaun Watson and some of the deals that have been somewhat influenced by that. What um. What's the proper takeaway on the? I don't know if it's a standoff or what you want to call it between the Ravens and their and their quarterback. Yeah, I mean, as, a, as someone who picked the Ravens to win the Super Bowl, I hope he doesn't sign a contract because I want him playing motivated, a la Joe, Joe Flacco, uh, back when the Ravens won it. Uh, yeah, I mean, the last time this happened with the Ravens, they were like, they, you know, it was a standoff, couldn't get a deal done, and like, all right, Joe, you want all that money? Go bet on yourself and win the Super Bowl. He's like, all right, I'm going to go win the Super Bowl. They're like, sure, we'll we'll take that. I mean, I think I think you know, the same point. You know, the point remains, right? Like the the Ravens, the Ravens have to give Lamar Jackson a, you know, a fifty million fully guaranteed, fifty million a year fully guaranteed deal. Uh, you know, if, they they probably will if he wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's, like, it's worth it. It's like, all right, you know, we'll hamstring our cap for a little while. Um, 
my guess is, my thing is, I think Bill is, is it's probably the fact that he doesn't have an agent that makes it so difficult because. Think about it, if you're Lamar Jackson, you're preparing for the season and you're doing all this work to get ready for the year to start and you know, you're trying to focus on football and like I mean, are you grinding on contract numbers? I mean I wouldn't be. I'd be like, look, you know, just let's just just give me the twenty four million this year and then you know, I'll be awesome and then you'll have to pay me. Yeah, you know, like like I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to deal with a bunch of incentive clauses or escalator clauses or all of that. I mean there's moms helping them out, but it's like I would just be like, Look, I, get, I want this amount of money for this many years pay me that amount and let's go win some more Super Bowls. And so if they, if they win one or they make a deep playoff run or they're really good this year, it just makes it that much easier. But yeah, I mean, if I were the Ravens, I would want to pay him before the season because the price tag is only going to go up after this year, I would guess. Well, we're Brinson, on that note and just be alerted to potential emergency podcast for you. I don't know what the standard is. Lamar Jackson is. getting paid right now? He well, this is the good news for you. He decided to turn down the Ravens' offer. He will make that twenty-three or twenty-four million dollars, uh, and he's expected to be franchise tagged after the season, according to Adam Schefter. So, if you had Friday plans and you were like, "Man, I really want them to be disrupted, so I can maybe do an emergency pod and go on CBS Sports HQ and talk about this," congratulations, your dreams have come true, buddy. <laughs> no, I think I turned. I think I turned down. I turned down a contract. You're good. Give us. Yeah, we yeah, no emergency pods are turned down. A new contract today, probably an emergency pod. I mean, but again, like they probably boils down to this bill is like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson said, "Hey, look, I want I want to fully get like I want more money than Deshaun Watson. I've won an MVP. You know, I've, I've I'm I've been a better player than him, and it's just true." Um, and, and the Ravens are like, "Look, we don't want to do fully guaranteed because we don't want to put all that money in escrow, and it's, you know, it's, it's very difficult to get the cap. So here's what we want to do." Blah, blah, blah. And Lamar's like, "Look, I'm not I'm just not going to do that deal." You know, I want, I want, the, I want this Deshaun Watson deal, but richer, and so that's probably the stalemate in the in the in the in the issue between the two sides. And you know, I don't blame Lamar Jackson at all for saying I want all that money, and I, I guess I don't blame the Ravens for being like, well, you know what, screw the Browns, it's their fault, not our fault. Agree, yeah, uh, Brinson. Let me ask you this question, and I, you, you said the Buffalo's the favorite. You said that you think Josh Allen will be the MVP. Vegas thinks that's the case. It, I certainly get it. It's it's utterly reasonable, but. I just, I keep, maybe I'm too much of a Chiefs homer because I used to write about that team and live in that town. My kids are born there, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, they've made a couple Super Bowls. They've won that division every year. Mahomes has been the starter. They've made the AFC Championship game four years in a row. I know Tyree Kill's not there, but they still are the Kansas City Chiefs. Is there a chance that we're just maybe a little bit taking for granted that organization in the AFC? You mean in the sense of like, Everybody's just the talk, the hype, the, the shiny new thing is somebody else. Yeah, yeah. oh, hundred oh, percent. Yeah. I think. I mean, and it's and it's not even the Bills that's causing it. It's the um, it's the Chargers and the Raiders and the right. Broncos with all their fancy new toys. Like, ooh, Devontae Adams. You know, like, and then the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill. It's like, well, they're doomed. You know, Andy Reid's never been able to put it together without Tyreek Hill, and it's, it's like it's so ridiculous. It's like, I mean, to me, the, the Chiefs at like plus one sixty to win the division. Maybe 135 now is, is one of the best bets out there. I mean, I think I think Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are very motivated to let people know that they can, in fact, win football games without Tyreek Hill. And you know, not that like Marcus Valdez Scantling and Juju Smith Schuster and you know Michael Hardman. You know, I would say all season you can kind of take those guys and Frankenstein them into a you know they're, 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 its own version of a the Tyreek Hill without you know with three guys instead of one, which is not not quite as efficient. Um, and, and, and look, I mean, like, you know, but like, 
Juju can do the underneath stuff. Miko can, you know, is, knows the playbook, can run these old jet sweeps, can do the, you know, the, the explosive. And then MBS is the big downfield threat. Like, I, I think it'll work out fine, especially if they play with this tempo that, that's been rumored that they're just going to come out and just go nuclear fast. Um, you know, the defense is still going to be an issue. And, the, you know, they need the they run a game. Like, they need to find – uh, you know, they need to find a legitimate, you know, like Clive Rosalero needs to take it, you know, figure it out and like become the feature back for them. But yeah, I think, I mean, I love the Chiefs to to win the division. I love the Chiefs to make a deep run. I think Mahomes is decent, like kind of decent valued MVP, especially if they start slow at all because the price will go way up. Um, but I think, I think they were being, they were being overlooked by the general public and by the media, I believe. All right, well, President, very quick, we got to run. I know you got to run. Um, not an emergency pod, but you probably had to field 41 phone calls from CBS Sports HQ because that's always fun. Um, and I love you, CBS Sports HQ, if you're listening. Uh, let me ask you this very quickly. Every Friday at the end of the show, we do a bum of the week where we nominate a bunch of people from sports who are bums, and then I name one of them bum of the week. Anybody, I should ask you this every Friday you're on, anyone you want to nominate, just anybody, colleagues, athletes, anyone out there, you don't have to, but if anyone comes to mind, I'll put them on the list. Okay. Um... A bum of the week. Uh, you probably put. I mean, you know. I mean, like, I don't want to. I mean, Allen Robinson or you know, Cam Akers. Cam Akers. <laughs> Cam Akers. There, like for the, yeah, He's and, on uh, and just and he didn't him. do anything wrong. But I'll throw Ryan Wilson on there too, just for fun. That's what I was going for. I mean, Ryan Wilson belongs on this. I don't, I don't even need to know why. Our colleague Ryan Wilson nominated my friend thank you for being on appreciate you buddy uh you can subscribe to will's daily nfl podcast and get all the emergency pods as well wherever you get your podca- podcast it is the the pick six podcast uh, i don't know if it's named after jay color but it should be will brinson appreciate you buddy thank you for uh thank you for the time all right will see you buddy say about uh will brinson on the show at will brinson that was fun De- oh diesel I want to ask Brinson about your tipping thing, and I forgot. Oh, man, I'm so disappointed. I screwed it up. <laughs> I think Will probably would have nominated me. So oh, yeah. I'm okay. I like to see. I'm not the only one who nominates colleagues. It's a sign of affection and love, which means I must really like you, D-Cell. But before we get to Bum of the Week, it is time for Buy or Sell, including Tom's attempts to pronounce the name of the most successful U.S. men's tennis player in at the U.S. Open in 22 years. Can he do it? Can he not do it? Let's find out next year on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Just messing with these. Bill Ryder with you here on the program. Little Arizona. Kings of Leon. Would you like to guess, Diesel, how much it would cost, did I already say this, for my daughter to go to Harry Styles? Minimum ticket. $200. It's close. It's almost $500. Wow, that's actually not close at all. That's outrageous. He's a good artist, too. So when push comes to shove, is your daughter going to see Harry Styles? Yes, but here is the move. Uh, not by our dime. We weren't going to send her. And then one of her friends got an extra ticket and invited her. Okay. Everybody that, wins. That's a win-win. Win. But her friend's parents. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, it's a big win. It's a big $500? To go to a concert? Way too much money. That's way Elton too much. Elton John's got a farewell tour. Those are $500, and my wife, Lori, was thinking about it. By thinking about it, I mean she wants to go, and I went, yeah, that sounds great. Hope it never comes up again. $500. And, like, Uh, there's a little bit of a difference, right, between Elton John and Harry Styles. Yeah, I'm not – which difference? Oh, because Elton John's a bigger deal? Right, right. I'll say this. I I would – I'd like to go to Taylor Swift concert. I'm not going to lie. She's an amazing musician. I'm not paying 500 bucks. I'd love to go to Ellen John. I'm not paying 500 bucks. I'd like to go to Kanye. I listened to Kanye this morning just to kind of wake up. Kyle Dropout. I'm not, I'm not paying 500 bucks. I would pay $500 for Bob Seger. I just, it is what it is. It is, I, it is what it is. I'm not Lamar Jackson, okay? I'm not bristling with money and potentially more. And speaking of which, by the way, a little transition there for you, uh, D-Cell. As we just told you, Lamar Jackson on his self-imposed deadline for a new contract or a contract extension has turned it down. He'll make $23 million a season, expect to be franchise tagged next season, according to Adam Schefter. Here is the Ravens statement they put out on Twitter from their general manager. Quote, despite the best efforts on both sides, we were unable to reach a contract extension with Lamar Jackson. We greatly appreciate how he has handled this process, and we are excited about our team with Lamar leading the way. We will continue to work towards a long-term contract after the season, but for now, we are looking forward to a successful 2020. 22 campaign i'll just say this you got him now you can franchise tag him next year and you can transition tag him the year after and why i know a lot of people will say it'll get ugly he'll step away he'll hold out three years from now or three more seasons including this one i mean the odds that he's going to be really banged up especially the way that he plays but just the quarterback position in, in particular isn't zero i'd rather have him tied down but i get where the ravens are coming from let's um Let's do a regal edition in honor of Queen Elizabeth, who passed away yesterday. May she rest in peace of by herself. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. 
All right, Bill, it's a football Friday, so let's start it off by talking about some quarterbacks. Yesterday, Tom Brady met the media, and, well, he kind of danced around being asked about his future in the NFL after this season. You're 45. You're not under contract for next year. Do the thoughts ever creep in, Tom? Uh, this might be my last time around. Uh, how do you keep those thoughts out of your head? I think we're all getting one day older at a time, so, you know, we're all... Not sure whether we're going to be here next year or not. You know, this is a reality for every player, every coach, every parent. Um, you know, you just never know. So we should all take advantage of the opportunity that we have, which is the one we have in front of us now. By yourself, this response from Tom Brady leads you to believe he wants to play in the NFL next season as well. Bye. Yes. Bye. Good day for the Dolphins. I mean, you always know someone's sort of full of it. When they give you fake wisdom, we're like, oh, that's really smart. And then you dissect it. I wrote it down. We're all getting one day older at a time. Well, we're not getting two days older. I mean, of course we're getting one day older at a time. We're not getting one day younger at a time. What does that even mean? Bogish. We're all getting one second older per moment. I mean, is he wrong, Bill Ryder? He's not. I don't know. I've had like... 11 cut waters cut, what do they call <laughs> what do they call cut cutouts cut waters cut waters <sighs> that stuff was yeah that stuff was strong man yeah while the response he gave us was really cliche he did throw in the line of as a parent too oh. and and there's part of me Brady's private life should remain private but i think it's just more insight like he's got he's got family stuff going on I mean, okay, but can I just yes, but and I I respect and and and, and, and love anyone who's going to be a, an engaged parent, but there are guys that cover Tom Brady who are gone as often as Tom Brady because they're covering Tom Brady, but they're not flying, they're not flying, uh, they're flying commercial. It's hard to get home. I, I, that's the job is the job, right? It, it is what it is. But it's not to say those people as well don't have family issues that they have to deal. With. I'm sure they do. That's my point. When you work for a living, you work for a living. All right, let me ask you guys a buy or sell question. I'm just going to insert one. Yesterday, when I was with my, my buddy Brady McCullough from the LA Times watching uh, watching Thursday Night Football, the opener at SoFi, somebody ran out of the field. They never show this on TV, right? Ran out of the field in the middle of a play, or before play, with uh, a pink smoke thing. And three security guards converged, and there was a form tackle, crumple-inducing tackle. And me and Brady and the whole crowd go, Oh, and almost simultaneously, Brady goes, that's not necessary when I say good for them. We had a little argument. Brady thought it was a little of an aggressive tackle, and my thing was, you enter the field as a fan, you're going to get physically attacked by security. Buy or sell, Bogish, that the aggressive, crumple-inducing form tackle by security was appropriate of the probably drunk person who ran onto the field during the game. I'll buy that. Bye. You are completely right. You come over those that little barrier on the field, on the pitch, on the baseball diamond, whatever happens, happens. What happens on the field is what it is. Yeah. That's well, an expression, Tom Brady. P.S. Has anyone okay. done the math on TV networks not showing these idiots on TV, actually cutting down on these idiots running onto the field? Because that's the rationale behind it. We're not going to show it and give it attention but has it stopped? Doesn't feel like it. I mean, I don't know how often it happens 
because sometimes they have to cut away, and but some right sometimes they can be seamless with it. But you're right, it's still what you really have to cut out is the alcohol, which is never going to happen because they charge fifty one dollars per beer or right. whatever it is to print money. Need my cut now, water. I was in an Iowa Cubs game once, Triple A Chicago Cubs uh, affiliate in Des Moines, Iowa, with my good friend Reed Forgrave, who's been on the show, and it was bring your dog to the game day, and he brought his dog Ella. And he was very drunk, and I tried really hard to convince him to run on the field. And he almost did it. Buy or sell diesel that makes me a bad friend. I thought it was funny. Buy. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> I mean, I, it doesn't make you a good friend. I was going to give him, like, 50 bucks, which was a lot of money. Uh, yeah, that. yeah. I mean, a lot I, of money now. Yeah, it's a lot of money right now. Okay. All right, let's keep it in the NFL here. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel tried to simplify everything as he prepares for his first game, calling the head shots. It's game one, and then one of two things happen. Um, We're either crowned or we suck. Either way, we have week two. You, You just try to build. Buy or sell that Mike McDaniel has the right attitude to be an NFL head coach. Sell. So, either we're crowned, I mean, it doesn't fit the theme of the day, or we suck. Either way, week two arrives. We're just getting older one day at a time. What is he talking about, Bogus? I like it. I like it. You like it, Diesel. He's speaking to the overreaction nature of what we do. The Dolphins win. Hey, they're going to be a playoff team. Two is great. They lose everything. Everybody's going to jump off if they were on the bandwagon. Can I just say, this is the classic, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Had he said it with some confidence, with some swagger, you know, if he sounded like an adult, I know, I know, pot, kettle, black, I got it. But this is, you know, I mean, he sounds a little awkward, Bogish. He sounds awkward. It almost sounds like he's preparing to lose. It does. And he's just reminding you, don't freak out when we lose <laughs> to the Patriots this weekend. Well, okay. Are we, oh, this is me fast forwarding time. Are we 0 and 7? Yeah. And if we win the next seven games, we're kings. And if we lose, we're losers. I'm just looking at week eight. Cool, bro. Good story. Maybe Tyree can go on his podcast and give us some insight. I do want the Dolphins to be successful, though. I, I, I am rooting for Tua Tungavailoa. I liked him at Alabama. I'm rooting for him this year. All right, a huge week two in college football as we have three games that feature top 25 teams going head-to-head. Number 17, Pittsburgh hosting number 24, Tennessee. Florida, who was unranked before their win over Utah last week, rose to number 12 this week, and they take on number 20, Kentucky. And to wrap up the day out west, number 9, Baylor, travels to BYU to take on the number 21, Cougars. Buy or sell any of the lower-ranked teams winning these games. Bye. Give me upset magic. Bye. I honestly don't know. The truth is I find college football really hard to get my arms around outside of a couple programs the first few weeks because it's so much of it's based on reputation and not reality. But I, I'm in. How about you, Bogey? Bogey, who's your team? Uh, I don't really have a, a major college football team since as, as a New Yorker, it's not really front and right. center. I mean, the Big Ten was on my TV growing up. So, I mean, you know, like – Early '90s Michigan, Ohio State, you know basketball. Give me a lot of Lawrence Funderburk. Like that's what I remember mm. growing up. But like I don't root for those teams. Um, but I mean, I, I'll buy that just on the 
general odds of somebody's got to pull off an upset. Right. That's it. I don't have a, I don't have a pick for you, but someone someone will do it. Can I can I just can I go out detail a little bit? Can I do a slight detail takedown? Somebody's got to. All right, detail. I got to sell you real quick. Sell. We told you, it's not a visual medium. When you wave your hand at bogus, the audience can't feel your derision. You have to say, "Oh come on." Yes, but if I do that every time he says something, the audience is going to get tired of me. <sighs> oh, they're tired of you. <laughs> That's no, no, they're not. They, That's complete. I think. <laughs> no, they're not tired. They're t- they love you. I mean, Bogish, you say you're a native New Yorker and you didn't grow up watching these teams. There was a conference called the Big East. Yeah, yeah in, a, in college basketball. The question was I mean, about football to begin with, but even in college basketball, I don't root for St. John's or UConn or Syracuse because I watched them in the Big East. Big, I big, watched it, but I, don't, they, I didn't care about their results. Big East used to have football that mattered when you were younger. Mm. I mean, Miami played there. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was in high school at that point. All right, I'm trying here. I know, and you like Miami. I know where you're going here, but I'm not following you to the U. Sorry, Diesel. My Miami point was is kind of far away. There I was Big Miami East fan. football. You could have watched it. What about Rutgers? You know, it's New York adjacent. It's in a big conference. There was one couple seasons where they were sort of good. You can't go Rutgers. No. Why no. not? Well, first of all, there was no Rutgers to pull me in when I was learning to like sports in the 80s and 90s. And then, on principle, I did not accept Rutgers becoming anything part of New York when they had that, like, good 18-month stretch of of college football. It's an hour on the train, man. No, thank you. All right, let's keep it in college football here as the number one team in the country, (laughs) Alabama, travels to Austin to take on the Longhorns. Kickoff is at noon Eastern, and while Vegas... Thinks the tide will roll. See what I did there, Bogish? The tide will roll. Roll tide. Uh, That's never been done before. No, that's new. (laughs) Alabama, they're 20-point favorites over Texas. Buy or sell the Longhorns covering on Saturday. I'm just stuck with, with like, you just did something with the English language that's never been done before, Shakespeare. That's what I do. And it seems <laughs> so obvious. Like, you think somebody right. else would have connected those right. dots, but not until just now. I had this exact same con- – it, it's so much like my conversation with Chris, the Uber driver, that saved us and got us out of SoFi last night when we were like, why didn't think of some- somebody think of Uber sooner? You know what? You guys are just mean. You're just plain old mean. You don't like my transitions. You don't like my puns. You don't like my wordplay. I've had it. I've had it. I'm reading it. Vegas, it, I just went. It's like looking at a Picasso. Vegas thinks I actually like it. I'm just decent. I don't want to hurt your feelings. Buy your use of the English language. Buy and 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 um and buy buy that Alabama. Oh, you. I'm sorry. Sell the Texas will cover. I think Alabama will destroy them. Sell. You know, I just think the tide is going to come in on that situation. You know. Um, they're gonna get. They're. You know, I just feel like Texas is gonna get um, gouged by the horns of Alabama's excellence. You, you know what I'm saying? It's not right how mean you guys are to me. It's we're not. Re- it's not gonna, right. We're gonna have to rename the capital of Texas, Lawston. Sell. <laughs> no, I no, actually that really, was original. I actually really like that one, but I'm mad at you. <laughs> I understand. I'm mad at me too.
I'm going right. to put my name down for bump. No, I'm not. But I almost did. Let's get to some baseball here. Now, in about 20 minutes from right now, Major League Baseball Competition Committee is scheduled to meet and hold a vote on possible rule changes for next season. Now, according to The Athletic, the expectation is that MLB is set to implement larger bases, a pitch clock, and restrictions on playing a defensive shift. Buy or sell these potential rule changes. I mean, all right, so is it weird that the one that actually bothers me is the larger basis? It's not. If you tell it me just, why. Because it just looks, it's going to look stupid. We've done this for a hundred some years. You, I played first base. Not always as well as I could have, but I did. Keep your, You can keep your foot on the bag and not get your, not get your ankle stepped on. There's a, it's, it's doable. Well, I do actually believe that they should have the uh, red safe, the orange safety base in you the majors. Do. Yeah, but the bigger thing is not first base. It's even though it's only like a three-inch addition, it has increased stolen bases, attempts, and success in the minor right. leagues. They have the bigger bases because it ends up making look, the base like closer. a step closer. And I think they yep. also, which I didn't know. If you look at the diamond with the bases down and you drew the base lines, home plate, first base, third base are inside the lines, but yep. second base is actually outside the diamond. Okay. So this will also tweak that to a little bit and make second base just closer to first and se- uh, to first and third as well. So and also, it apparently helps. Like bang bang plays right. If the bag's a little bit closer. And the first baseman's got his foot on the back a few inches closer. More bang bang plays are going to go to the defense and not the hitter. I mean, it just yeah, maybe. It, it affects the rhythm. And so, all right, we got there. Sell these stupid rule changes. Sell. Sell them. I don't like the shift bands. Sell. Oh, I, I kind of buy the shift band though. Really? I mean, I I'm, I'm slowly giving into it. I know it's inevitable, but I don't I don't understand why you can't. Put your defensive players where wait, the wait, ball's going to go. Wait, 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 yes. Repeat what you just said right there about the shift. You don't like it, but you're slowly giving in because you know it's inevitable. Right. That's exactly what I said about the college football playoff expanding, and I got crushed by you. I by got me? crushed. That's crushed. Not what you said. That's by not me? What you said. That's exactly. At least that's what I tried to say. What you said was, I oppose expansion because it's a good idea. No, 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 no. I said it was yes. becoming a necessary evil. That's I, what, like, I don't like it, but I know it's going to happen. I'm very proud of you for using your words. <laughs> I, 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 liked, I get treated I, unfairly on this show. That's the bottom line. I get treated unfairly. You don't. You actually think that. No, you don't. I'm putting my hands up because I think this happened in one of the few windows where I wasn't listening because I have zero recollection of this exchange. When no, you were here. Wait, you were here for that. I don't remember calling him out specifically for saying he's giving in to expansion because it's a necessary evil. Okay, so look, I'm more than willing to admit if I'm wrong, but you got to find the clip and you got to play it because I my memory of this is you saying we can't go to an expanded playoff. We should go back to the BCS, and I said, "Oh, you don't like the playoff," and you said, "No, I do like the playoff, but it's been so long; it's dumb." Now we should just not do it because they waited so long. And I said, you don't want to do the right thing because they didn't do it soon enough, and you said yes. Well, you could pro- you probably confused me with your words. I mean, by yourself, that's an accurate... 
That's probably what happened. But, but what I meant was, okay. I don't like it, but it's inevitable. So just get it done with already. I got it. So you said the opposite, and I didn't pick up on that, and that's my bad. And I apologize. <laughs> I, I apologize. See, I get treated unfairly. Diesel, do you like any of these rule changes? I mean, you're kind of a, a stickler for for as things as am I. Are you? Because I don't mind the pitch clock. See, I think there's nuance in the pitch clock, though. Like, what exactly between batters, between pitches? Like, I need to know exactly how this is going to work. Like, I know at some point it's 30 seconds in between batters, and I think 15 seconds, bogus, correct me if I'm wrong, between pitches? It's, I believe it's 15 between pitches, 19 if there's a, if there are runners on base. And 19. Who came up with that number? I well, they just added four seconds. I don't know how they start the starting point, but the minor leagues is 14 and 18. They're adding one to the majors, and I believe they want batters to be in the box, ready to hit when the clock's at eight. I just got chastised by Diesel for how late we've gone. And I was gonna correct him, and then I looked at the clock and realized it's really late. Yeah. I want to follow up on this. We can't do it tomorrow. We'll have to do it Monday because I do have a thought. About the pitch clock. We went really late. We went really late. And we heard details feelings. Great segment. I really enjoyed it. Let's do Bum of the Week here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogush. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, you can listen to the NFL app on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. Sponsored by AutoZone, it's time to say goodnight to that check engine line with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free. Let's get in the bum of the week. Hallelujah, I'm a bum. All he's doing is a whole lot of damn nothing. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. They're a bunch of bums. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. Who's the bum this week? Let's find out on Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Cam Akers is nominated by me and by Brinson for his no show. Ryan Wilson, our colleague at CBS Sports HQ, is nominated by Brinson. I don't know why, Ryan, but you're a nominee. Brian Kelly's nominated for forgetting to fake having a Southern Cajun accent. 
while trying to joke that reporters show up to press conference on time. Jerry Jones is nominated for being as good at math as I am. He thinks one plus one is three. It's not. It doesn't make any sense. And Diesel's nominated with two check marks next to your name, but I can't for the life of me remember why. What'd you, what'd you do, Diesel? Uh, I believe you initially wrote my name down because I have yet to pay off the bet. Oh, yeah. I've taken my shirt off way oh, yeah. back from March Madness, even though I contest that, you know, has an expiration date. And I think you put the first check mark there because I am a bad tipper. Oh, yeah, you're a bad tipper. Oh, yeah. You need to, you need to give me some nominees to avoid anything. Anybody else that's out there? Man, you're in trouble. Every week, though, every week you nominate me. D-Cell for not paying off the bet that you owe and showcasing that that tight-fisted reality extends to the poor working folks who are bringing you beer. Even though you're a marvelous producer, I value your insights and would never be mean to you on this show until you take off your shirt and pay off the bet like you're supposed to. This could be a theme. You're the bum of the week, bro. That's your bum of the week. I detest you. On Lighter Than You. I don't even want to do it. I'm like the coach that doesn't want to bench the star but knows it's best for him. That's the analogy. You're the star. You're the you're the you're the the guiding light, but sometimes you got to be coached up a little bit. Pay off the bet. I'm the bum of the week more so than Brian Kelly. I'm the bum of the week more so than the entire New York Jets organization who on Monday say, yeah, Zach Wilson might play. He didn't nominate him. And then you say, nominate him. 48 hours later say, no, no, stop asking me questions. He's not playing. Gotta be nominated, bro. This feels like it's biased. It feels biased. I understand, but you didn't pay off the bet. You made a bet. You lost the bet. You refused to pay the bet. And now that you refuse to pay like every day for six months, you say there's an expiration date. Not if we keep bringing it up. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I think that's erroneous on all counts, bro. Ooh, I think I know that one. Yeah, give it to me. Wedding Crashers. Well done. Well, you did it. Uh, by the way, I've got I've got Brady McCullough's um, ticket app. Sign in. So whatever concerts we want to go to. Where are we going? We're going. We're anywhere. Too bad you can't book airfare through that thing. It'd be amazing. What a level of, who wants to go to Harry Styles? Uh, Lady Gaga, I think, is in LA tonight. Who wants to go to that? Let's get good seats. Let's get the good ones. Uh thank you to D Cell, who's marvelous at his job. Uh, thank you to Bogish. Same. Thank you to Will Brinson. Uh, my name is Bill Ryder. The show's brighter than you. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.